Welcome to the Worthy Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Emily, and I'm here to teach spiritually curious women like you how to stop people pleasing, how to gain massive self-worth and confidence, and how to reclaim your feminine power so that you can experience more love, more freedom, and more abundance in your life, and most importantly, how to live as your most worthy, authentic self. On this podcast, I'll be giving you my best teachings, trainings, and wisdom so that you can take action towards creating your dream life and showing up as the worthy woman that you are. Hello, and welcome back to the Worthy Woman Podcast. I am delighted to have this incredible soul. If you're watching on video across the screen from me now, and to have her on and share her wisdom with you today, her profound, beautiful wisdom. I lovingly refer to you to some people in my life, like my people in my life as my spiritual fairy godmother, (laughs) 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 because you have blessed my life in the most divine ways with your teachings and your principles and your practices that you have shared with me. So if you don't know, Laura has been my coach for the last eight months and has helped me fundamentally shift the subject of money in my life. Before I met Laura, I was in a really dark place with money and my self-worth. And I felt like an imposter because I actually teach women, as you know, the listeners listening, that's my thing is self-worth. I was still attaching my worthiness to my money that I was making or lack thereof. And that was causing me a lot of suffering and pain. And I also own a floral design business and I, I have this coaching business. And I was just like, try, I was in a place of just like, what am I missing? I feel like I'm missing something. I feel like the, the things that I'm applying to my life aren't actually working. And I got to a moment where I got on my literal knees and I said, God, I give it up to you. I am, I was in so much pain, just like even connecting to that moment. Now it's just brings tears to my eyes. I was in so much suffering and pain around money. And I asked for guidance. I asked for divine guidance. And I also had a very, um, I would say my relationship with God felt like I I felt like I couldn't trust in something that wanted me to thrive because my experience was in so much lack and suffering around money. And so I ultimately found Laura. Laura was divinely placed in my life. I found her through a podcast, which is one of the reasons why I do podcasting (laughs) is because I love pod. I think podcasts are so, I mean, talk about the age of Aquarius, like they connect so many people from all over the world and you never know what one person could hear in a moment that will click. Like in the podcast that I listened to you, Laura, you said that you were from Durango, Colorado, or you lived there and I'm like, well, I'm from Colorado. And it was just all of these energetic dots were connecting. And I thought I listened to that podcast that you did with Shaman Durek at least three times. Cause I was like, 
this is there's something here my soul was just like so drawn and guided to you so anyways since making the powerful decision to invest in myself with the support of laura as my guide and my coach on my prosperity journey i have had such an incredible transformation i before i realized that no matter how much money i made i would never be happy if i was just taking action from a place of scarcity and lack and trying to validate my own worth from making money. And so I knew something had to shift and Laura's support has helped me remember in my soul what has always been there. And for that to be realized by me and for me to actually apply and practice and go on a journey and offer myself so much patience. <laughs> All of these practices and principles that she offers that I have, like, I have completely changed my reality with money and with my businesses. And I've had the highest two months of income of my entire life, the past few months. And even if I didn't have those high income months, I, I have everything because I am so fulfilled. I feel so lit up. I'm so passionate. I'm so on purpose. I feel so such deep trust in God and something that's guiding me, something bigger than us that's guiding me, that wants me to thrive, that wants me to be in abundance and to be in my gifts. So with all that being said, <laughs> welcome, beautiful Laura, to the podcast. I'm just going to do a brief little bio for you. Um, Laura Fredrickson is an empowerment expert, TEDx speaker, best-selling author, author of A Journey Back to Self, which, by the way, I would highly recommend. I listened to her audiobook of that, and it's very powerful. She was featured in Forbes Women as well, and she is the creator of the priceless principles and practices for creating a life of purpose and prosperity. Her proven methodology, which she calls a journey of remembering, has been infused with spirit, backed by science, and proven by results, and has transformed the lives of thousands of people over the last 23 years. Her principles and teachings, her priceless principles and teachings on true wealth tap into the ultimate zeitgeist of our times, exposing the false concepts that have kept us trapped in limitation, hypnotized by the belief that our source is outside of us, and giving us a path back home again, a path back to our true value, our true abundance, and the power to manifest our purpose and potential beyond what we have imagined. So, my beloved, I welcome you to this podcast and I would love for you to tell your story. It is so powerful and will impact and inspire so many people. Oh. Well, thank you for such heartfelt, heart core reflections and for sharing so intimately and vulnerably and powerfully your own personal journey of remembering the truth of who you are and 
how powerful you are as a vibrational creator and just the divine conspiracy that brought us together and is always dropping energetic breadcrumbs um, to guide each of us on our paths when we seemingly think we've lost our way. So thank you for such a beautiful welcoming and uh, for being just the amazing light, lighthouse, light worker, but really the embodiment of love and intentionality and purity and transparency and all that you represent and truly being the change, um, which is, I think, the greatest invitation each of us has right now is to cultivate an environment uh, that really fosters a deep sense of reverence and love and honor and trust, positive expectation, utilizing our powerful commodity of our imagination to play angel's advocate for our lives, to believe in humanity, to believe in grace, and to believe that each of us have chosen to be here at this time. So for any of the listeners, thank you for the courage, uh, which essentially means to, to follow our hearts, to be courageous is to follow our hearts. Um, thank you for each of you for choosing to be awake and for choosing to be aware. Uh, the universe is applauding you, and I applaud you and celebrate you. I know the human journey and incarnation can be rough going sometimes, uh, but believe me, I will say with 100% conviction, it is all purposeful. It is all divine. Uh, everything is leading us to this powerful moment in our human evolution. We're on a precipice. This is the new dawn as we head into 2025 and beyond of the age of Aquarius, which is really about recognizing, honoring our soul worth, recognizing our divine gifts, realizing that all of our pain and suffering has carried within it an inherent purpose to shepherd in heaven on earth, to create a world that works for everyone. So I always say the universe has a solution and each and every single one of you is it. Uh, so I just want to thank you and honor you all for being here and for tuning in, for listening. Uh, yes, to my reflections and my shares, uh, but also tuning in to yourself, noticing where you're being invited to step up more fully in honor of your gifts. <clears throat> Don't ask what the world needs to come alive. Ask what you need to come alive. Go be that. Go express that. Uh, that's what we're all moving in the direction of. So I'm so excited to be here and to answer Melissa's question. Uh, yes, my journey um, was an intense one around the subject of money. I lost both of my parents to a dual suicide over their money stress when I was 29. Uh, I ended up battling the IRS. They were in a tax case. I came into a lot of money very suddenly. And the energetic umbilical cord to my father and his ways and his operating system and the illusion of uh, my freedom being caught up in my bank account or stock market account or in the external was very much... Um, I don't want to say alive for me because I didn't feel alive in that operating system, but it was very much intact. 
And so I went down a similar path as my father. I started investing in the stock market, mindless companies, all in pursuit of material success. Um, I was successful. I did amass quite a financial fortune. Uh, but the more money I made, the more stressed out I became. And no matter how much money I made, I never felt inherently secure. I never truly felt fulfilled. I never truly felt free. And I certainly wasn't feeling happy. Uh, so the universe in its infinite wisdom, divine spirit, great knowing, great mystery, orchestrated uh, an incredible gift. And that was losing everything in the tech collapse in 2000. So all of the money that I had made from my parents' estates, all of the money that I had uh, inherited and then the money that I had made in the stock market, I should say, I lost all of it. I was devastated. I was feeling so powerless. I later found out I had a back tax of $170,000 owed, um, which I had no money. So $170,000 worth of debt and became deeply depressed and suicidal. I ended up, uh, I was very much spending probably three months plotting my suicide and how I was going to end my life, all the grief, all the shame, all of it was really so profound and more than I could really bear at the time. However, I made a very distinct choice point. I chose to enact what I believe is one of our greatest superpowers, which is vulnerability. And I ended up deciding to share with my best friend at the time. I saw this book on Chinese numerology, which is the science of numbers. And I had never seen it before. I do believe it was divinely placed in my life. And I discovered there are nine distinct paths. Each of our paths, our life paths, are embedded with a particular theme. And that's sort of the undercurrent for our hero or heroine's journey. Mine is let go and let God. It's the path of surrender. And in the first paragraph, it summarized in detail everything that had just happened in my life. You may lose loved ones. You might be facing a natural disaster. You may lose money in the stock market. <laughs> but if you can surrender and let go, you'll have the most incredible life filled of purpose, adventure, love, beyond your wildest imagination. And it was, there was such a feeling of, I don't want to say that I was being watched because that sounds a little <laughs> bizarre, but I just inherently had the sense that there was a purpose to the pain. I was more than just a human being. I didn't know what it was at the time, but I felt, first of all, relief in being vulnerable, but also being able to recognize this auspiciously placed book that gave me a sense of hopefulness. So I embarked on a path of surrender. I was living in Colorado at the time. And I will say embarking on the path of surrender at that time, I was so upstream in my own current of well-being. I didn't really even know what surrender was. Um, but I did end up really realizing, okay, I do need to kill myself, but I need to leave my body out of it. My operating system, my way of relating, getting swept up in financial freedom, which is really an oxymoron because we can never truly be free when we're assigning our freedom to something outside of ourselves. Mm -hmm. um, but I realized that 
I was being on the path of being the richest woman in the cemetery, that there was something innately that was misaligned. I was not thriving. I was not happy. So I ended up surrendering. I started witnessing the most potent, powerful creative force on the planet, Mother Earth, and being in nature. I started to re receive downloads and transmissions about the power of my thoughts, the power of my attention. One thing led to another. And 23 years later, I do know the purpose of my pain, uh, which is to remind people of their essential worth, to help people to transform their core relationship with money and to remember and realize that each of us through our own trials and tribulations, those trials and tribulations are catalysts, they're portals um, to bring us into greater intimacy and awareness of our true gifts, what we're here to usher in, what we're here to share in terms of our own innate wisdom. So that is uh, the essence of my journey. And then of course the priceless principles and practices, which is a new thought language, uh, I am a conscious language alchemist, so I, in my gifts, I have the ability to facilitate spiritual truths in the material world. And so um, what I've created is this methodology that takes existing financial terminology, which assigns our freedom and our, you know, well-being to the external, and I spin it to represent the metaphysics of money and what I would call the natural laws and the spiritual principles of abundance. Mm, yes. Mm -hmm. So I'm curious, what is your personal definition of money and prosperity and abundance? Well, my, you know, I always, and, and I'm happy to answer this, um, but I will say just before I do that, it's, it's really amazing to me how many people are feeling powerless around money. They feel governed by money. They feel constricted about money. Um, it robs them, the majority of people. There's a Dalai Lama quote on my website that talks about this. People sacrifice their health, you know, their, their whole lives pass them by um, in pursuit of money and being caught up in the web of money fears and concerns. Um, so the reason I mention this is that most people have not gotten clear on what their relationship with money is. And this is one of the things that I think is so vital and important. And one of the things that I delight in helping people to craft and to create is a definition that works for them and to redefine money in order for that to truly be effective um, each of us has to know the power of our own thoughts, that we're vibrational beings. There's different elements of an energetic foundation that has to be deeply rooted and in place um, because otherwise it just ends up being semantics instead of being embodied. Um, but through my own journey and re-scripting a lot of my stinking thinking and toxic beliefs and scarcity mentality and all of that, I've arrived at a definition that really works for me, and that is that money is an appreciation currency. Uh, now, this definition is, is very vital and it promotes a lot of well-being and abundance for me because I truly know that whatever I believe becomes so. Mm. So if I were to create that definition and then still wake up every day 
having a large part of my mindset and my beliefs and my attention going towards lack, scarcity, what isn't working, fear, and had a lot of limiting beliefs that were sort of blocking my natural state of abundance, uh, then it just becomes lip service. It doesn't end up actually being you know, a deep feeling state of what it is. But from a fundamental metaphysical level, money is simply a reflection. It's an energetic outpicturing, as is all of life, of whatever your beliefs are about it, whether that's conscious or unconscious. Mm. That's like what keeps on coming to me about that. What you just said is gold gold like golden wisdom right there <laughs> that is that is something that i wish i knew since i was born <laughs> like it's so empowering to know that we can create our reality in any which way that we want that's what i've experienced in working with you is really redefining what money means to me in a way that works for me and not just borrowing things from outside of me what is the energy that i want to uh create for myself in re this relationship with money so that's very empowering yeah and i would just say it's what is the relationship you want to create and cultivate within yourself which then becomes represented through the vehicle of money so you are money. I am money. So this, this element I think is also, you know, and, and you've been embodying that and you've been working and well, you've been devoted to knowing that your predominant emotional state, your predominant vibration is what you are emoting and being very vigilant about anywhere, even these most lucrative months you've had in your business yet recently, which you've shared openly. Um, the true benchmark and the universal quote unquote test for that is, are you basing your happiness and your freedom on something that is fleeting and false, which is the basis of suffering? And if so, the universe will keep sort of pulling the rug out but the reason is because it wants us to know we are the rug, right? It wants us to know that we are the base camp for everything that outpictures and manifests in our life. And that the true basis of happiness and freedom comes down to what is our perception? How are we viewing our life? How are we viewing ourselves? And everything in our life, including money, is a reflection of the core relationship we have with ourselves. So many of the women that I work with and so many of the women in my life, just like friends, family, people that I meet are creative artists. They feel like they have a purpose and they want to be in their passion and to receive compensation for their gifts. They want to make money doing what they love. And I do see a lot of people where they get tripped up is they want to feel safe. They're scared that if they leave their stable job and go off on their own and do their passion and do what they love, that they're going to put their safety and their security in jeopardy. 
And so they're sacrificing living their true passion and purpose for the sake of this illusion of safety. So I'm curious, any thoughts you would have to say on that? And like, I mean, I was in that position a few years ago where I wanted to do flowers. I wanted to make money doing flowers and, and be lit up doing what I loved and making great money. And here I am doing it. But I remember this crippling fear of like, oh my God, what if, what if I fail? What if I don't make any money? What if this doesn't work? All of these fears coming up. So I'm curious what you would have to say to someone in that position. Well, I would just offer the reminder, whatever you believe becomes so. So if you are imagining all of the things that can go wrong by honoring your gifts and doing what you love, that is what will be reflected back or you'll stay in a form of entrapment and imprisonment. Um, so there hits a point for all of us and this crescendo is at an all time high right now because we are born, you are born to share your gifts. If you have a pulse, you have a purpose. Your entire life journey has been so infinitely orchestrated to pronounce, to amplify your unique gifts in the world. There is no one like you on this planet, never has been and never will be. So the first element is to have the awareness that what you're experiencing now isn't feeling good. And it's interesting to use the word safe or secure by staying in a job that is uh, where somebody is receiving a paycheck. Fundamentally, if you really tune in, you'll realize you're not feeling secure. The logical mind will suggest that you are, but your deeper soul is going to continue to activate feelings of unsettledness because this is the time you were born for. This is the time that each of us are really being championed by the universe to share our gifts. So how does that become actualized? We have to believe in that. So the beliefs don't have to be perfect, but you're thinking on average 60,000 thoughts a day. Harvard recently did a study, 48,000 of those thoughts, especially in the American culture, are fear-based. Well, we're creating from our thoughts and our beliefs. So in order for you to move on the path of purpose and prosperity and doing the work that you love and honoring your gifts, you have to believe that that's possible. And there are practices that, that need to be in place to support the psychology, the neurology of the mind. Um, because if you're entrained in, in thinking that if you do move in that direction, this won't happen, that won't happen. If you're coming from scarcity consciousness and lack, the universe cannot shower you with all the blessings, all the insights, all the solutions, all of the essential elements that will start to create momentum for you. So it's about knowing that what you believe becomes so, that's the basis of free will. And also knowing the template of this experience is championing for you to thrive in service to your gifts. 
So ultimately, it all comes down to our beliefs and our state, which is to say our vibrational offering. And so it's nothing in our lives will ever change from action alone. The only way to shift your reality and to shift your experience is to clean up the mindset, the stinking thinking, to shift more of your beliefs in the direction of positive expectation in the direction of what is working, in the direction of gratitude, in the direction of hopefulness. Um, how this happens is through recitation, through mantras. This is all the stuff that I teach and share in my program. Um, and it really only takes 30 days for those shifts or that internal feeling of excitement, anticipation, empowerment, which frees us from the entrapment of, wow, this is it, the slow death, right? Where we're really robbing ourselves, our emotional state decays little by little every day. So, you know, our thoughts give rise to our feelings, which inform our actions, which produces our results. The biggest illusion and insanity that a lot of the Western cultures have had, all of this is changing now, because people are waking up to what works and what doesn't work. And by work, I mean, what is promoting a feeling of emotional well-being and happiness, and excitement and love. What doesn't work, which people have been operating from, is I have to do more, right? Pound the pavement, do more, my results will change. And as Einstein said, insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. So that could be starting a new business strategy. That could be, you know, any of those elements of making something happen, but still in a place of fear and scarcity will not fundamentally work. And then what happens is we start to see the same type of evidence. In other words, things don't fundamentally shift then we start to feel despair, dismay, frustration, powerlessness. And that's where a lot of people have just sort of given up on their dream and believe that it's not possible. So those are some of the uh, essential elements and ingredients uh, to be able to really move in the direction of creating work that you love. Amazing. I feel like so many people need to remember that. And that's exactly what I was experiencing in my businesses. When I was struggling, I was taking action from that place of why isn't this working? Just trying one thing after the other. And I realized it's because the energetic signature of the actions that I was taking were from a place of fear and scarcity. And so what was being reflected into my reality was more things to be afraid of and more mm -hmm. lack and more scarcity. And I was so frustrated. That's how scared. powerful you are. That's yes. how powerful we are. And this is wisdom that we already have inside of us. And I love that through your program, through the principles and through the practices that you offer, it's not just about reciting mantras. It's about changing the script, flipping the actual script of the specific beliefs that are holding you back and shifting that into something that is actually true for you. And 
that I would say has been one of the most powerful practices. I have like probably, I don't know, like 30 plus personal <laughs> mantras now of, of very specific things that I would get stuck on over and over and over again in the past that were blocking me from experiencing my birthright of abundance. It was just a repetitive thing that would happen in my mind and I would come up against this wall. And so Laura has helped me shift that the all of them almost all of them there's some of them still are coming up mm -hmm. and it's so empowering because you have this gift of helping people realize the essence of what is wanted and the truth of what like what is actually true for me as it applies to this specific quote unquote problem in my life or limiting belief that i have so I just wanted to share that because I feel like so many tools that people have to offer out there and people can talk about changing your limiting beliefs all the live long day. But if you don't <laughs> actually, if you don't actually, if you don't actually get to the core of, of it and shift it from the core, then nothing's going to change. Yes. I love that you shared that. And, and this is, I mean, it's everything um, because it's not only allowing someone to peel back the layers of an artichoke to get to the heart of the matter, which is the essence of what is most authentically wanted for them, it puts them in the quote unquote driver's seat of their emotional experience and it allows them to explore and to get to that core root. Um, which is slightly different for everyone, but the practice, so that five-step practice that I teach actually allow is such an empowerment element. And, and this is what I'm really here to do is to empower people to really know the tools and the techniques to shift their state really forever in a sustainable way. And we're all a work in progress. I mean, our consciousness journey never ends, um, but the tools are here to support that. So I'm really glad that you shared that. And I'm gonna be doing a program called Beyond Therapy that's gonna talk about um, how to really get to the origin and to the basis of the core beliefs that have been perpetuating the same results uh, over and over and to shift that and to flip the script because when we change our story, we change our life. And even if the outer world didn't shift, which of course it does because of metaphysics and law of attraction, the natural laws that exist uh, in this planet, um, even if that wasn't true, which it is, um, we still get the upliftment. We get to free ourselves now. We get to feel healthy, happy now. Um, based on that internal shifting of that internal storyboard. So um, it's very powerful. Yes, it is. And I know that so many people are just also living testaments to that. Mm -hmm. um, let's shift gears a little bit. I really would love to hear your wisdom on the essential journey of, I would say, the path to prosperity, the path of prosperity and fulfillment and true wealth and how it's a journey and how it is a process. And I will say that 
in the beginning of working with you, I realized I had so much impatience. I was like, I want it now and now and now, and why isn't showing up? And the impatience was actually blocking the flow of abundance to me. I worked with a lot of business coaches and looked up to a lot of people in the, in the coaching industry who are like saying, you know, I made millions of dollars in this amount of time. And I was like, felt like I was being, um, I felt like there was this like bait that I was like, Ooh, I could have that, but I was trying to find a source of fulfillment and happiness from that. And I wasn't trusting in the process and in my progress of all of the things that I had accomplished, all of the things that were actually working for me, because there was a lot to be grateful for that I was completely bypassing or just like pushing aside because I was like, well, where's, where's the money? Like I want to make more money and more and more and more. So would you please share with our listeners the importance of the process and the journey? Yes. Well, what you're speaking into is the five P's, which is of course, um, one of the initiations to this program. Um, but the, the journey it's, you know, it's the quote, it's not about the destination. It's about the journey. It's not about the manifestation of the thing. It's about how we're feeling in the midst of our creative journey. So process is, is life. And if you want to talk from a soul level, from a quantum level, our journey never ends. Consciousness is infinite. So we can choose to be impatient with ourselves. We can choose to judge ourselves. Uh, and all that's doing is creating our own suffering. And ironically, it impedes the ability to align with solutions with insights because we're actually blocking our intuition and our ability to receive the next steps and the messages we're not in our highest states of efficiency we're not harmonizing with natural laws um, because it doesn't feel good to judge ourselves and to be patient so patience is a virtue why uh, well because it feels good <laughs> to be patient with ourselves, um, to honor that our life is a process and our soul's journey is a process, um, is very, very relieving in the system. Um, it's a way of meeting ourselves with grace and with honor. It's the ability to witness our journey from the perspective of the divine and from our truth so if we're impatient and we want it yesterday that's just the ego that's just the mind running its own story of lack scarcity not enoughness shooting on ourselves i should have got there yesterday and that external orientation that goal orientation um, is fleeting it's false and what it's doing is it's actually robbing us of the gift of being present, which is really all that we have anyway. So I hope that answers oh, the question. Yeah. It yeah. does. Yes. So thank you so much again, Laura, for all of this. Um, I feel very inspired and just alive from this conversation. Um, before we leave, I would love for you to share with the listeners how they can further enhance their journeys of mm. fulfillment and true wealth and prosperity with you 
and any offerings that you have to share. We have some really exciting things coming up. So yes. Yeah. Well, I'm offering a free class on Zoom, October 24th, and that's three steps to creating a life of wealth and impact. Um, so I welcome all of you to join. If you're not able to make the live, it will be recorded. Uh, and then on 11, 11, uh, I'm going to be offering lucrative light workers and that is going to go until 12, 12. And this is the first time in 23 years that I'm offering the prices, principles and practices, uh, in this particular, uh, group setting. So I'm opening it up to, um, you know, just the one-on-one -on -one coaching, which I've been doing. So that feels very exciting. Uh, to be sharing that. And I also have my women's prosperity program online program, and I've given a nice heartfelt discount to that um, for all of you tuning into uh, this podcast. I have my book journey back to self for those who have lost their way, which shares my own personal journey. And then I also recorded an audiobook. And last but not least, I have Bali blessings. And that is uh, a video that I share every new moon and full moon speaks to the energetics. I offer loving reminders and inspiration uh, to support you on your journey of empowerment and peace and well-being. And uh, I've got a link there uh, that I think has all of the links and I'm sure Melissa will uh, will put the link there. So we'll put uh, I look forward to serving all of you in any way that you feel called to uh, to be supported. Yay. I'm so excited. Yes. We'll put everything in the show notes for everyone to check out and join. Um, and I would definitely recommend Laura's audiobook as well. I listened to it all this year. It is very, very activating, powerful, will help your soul remember so such oh. deep truths. Um, and I really hope that you guys will, if you feel inspired, the listeners, if you're listening to join Laura and her upcoming offerings, because they have truly changed my life. And this is so needed at this time. Like what an amazing time to be offering these to the world. <laughs> like I, I've heard that like this coming year, well, right now we're in the middle of eclipses, eclipse season. And then this coming year in 2024, for all of the light workers, all of the people who came here to assist the earth in these massive upgrades of consciousness, this is our time. And we Absolutely. need to be leading from our hearts. And these, all of these offerings are ways that we can start to actually be leaders yes. of love. Yes, absolutely. So true. So true. And everyone's journey has been perfect. The cadence, the timing, uh, it's very auspicious. It's part of the divine conspiracy that you're listening to this podcast. So trust that and honor that. And if any of you are feeling like you're just not sure what the next steps would be, maybe you want to be personally supported or one of these programs um, you'll find on my website as well that you can get a complimentary assessment session with me. Um, so if that's something that speaks to you, um, that's also available to you. Mm -hmm. so, 
Beautiful. Thank you so much for this opportunity to share these reminders and to commune with you, Melissa, and for um, setting the stage for this heartfelt conversation uh, and for creating this beautiful podcast, uh, but to really be the change to embody the very thing that you're wanting to offer uh, to others. So thank you. Mm, thank you. Thank you so much for being here. And I just love you so much. Oh, and it's been an honor to have you. All right. Blessings, everyone. Be kind to yourselves. Thanks for listening to the Worthy Woman podcast. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss a new episode when it's released. I love you so much and I'll see you in the next episode.